Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, everybody. Open Forum Wednesday, and we roll right along here on Listen Up. Just got done with a show with Jerry Reynolds and Ryan in Sacktown. Again, open forum Wednesday, Kings and the Rockets tonight. NFL playoffs coming up this weekend. So uh, we can talk about any of those topics or due to the open forum Wednesday, we can go in any direction uh, that we want. I got an interesting question when I was just on YouTube with Jerry and Ryan uh, about would Sacramento get an all star game? And, you know, I don't think a lot of fans are aware of how far down the list Sacramento is when it comes to quality hotel rooms compared to a lot of other cities in the NBA. Uh, Jerry and I use some examples of markets that are smaller, such as Charlotte, all right, uh, Indianapolis, and, you know, they have quality hotel space. The Kings, excuse me, the city of Sacramento does not. So unless that improves, then... Sacramento will not be considered for an all-star game, just the way it is. And, you know, you, you can agree, you can disagree. I'm giving you facts, all right? I'm giving you the facts here. Sacramento's got a ways to go in that department compared to a city like Charlotte, who has had an all-star game, who has hosted a major political convention which brought in over $100 million in revenue to the city that week. So, you know, I mean, it's it's really not my opinion. It's fact. Okay? It's fact. So unless, as Jerry said, you get a 400-room Ritz-Carlton put in downtown Sacramento or something of that neighborhood, that type of a uh, hotel, it's not going to happen. I mean, before Indianapolis hosted the world or the uh, Super Bowl, in addition to their other quality hotels, they built a huge JW Marriott, which became, you know, the focal point for the Super Bowl in Indianapolis. I mean, it, it was a beautiful, multi floor, large hotel. They had already had a lot of other nice hotels in downtown Indianapolis. The Conrad, the Hyatt. I mean, we can go on and on. But when they added the JW Marriott, again, a, a large hotel structure with all the bells and whistles, that put them over the top. Sacramento doesn't have that. You know, they added the Sawyer, which is which helps. But they need a lot more than that. So I want to make sure that we clarify that for any of you out there that we're still unaware. Sacramento was so far behind other cities. It's like why Memphis will never get an all-star game. You'll never see an all-star game in Memphis. Their hotel situation is much worse than Sacramento. They don't even have one quality hotel in Memphis. Not one. The, the, the team hotel that we stay there is a dump. I mean, I to me, it's... When I mean it's a dump, I'm comparing it to other cities in America. It's to me not even a, it's at the most a three-star hotel. So that's where you're at. Don't expect an all-star game in Sacramento uh, anytime soon because it's just not there. All right, Kings and Rockets tonight. 49ers and Seahawks coming up on Saturday. If 
you want to talk about any of those things, uh, we'll do it right here. Let's get the show rolling with Trent. Trent, how are you today? Hey, good afternoon, Grant. It was really great to hear you and Jerry and Ryan from Sacktown talk about um, the state of affairs and hosting an all-star game in Sacramento. And I am in total agreement with you on, on that. Just, I mean, just in the last few years, the homeless problem has really skyrocketed in Sacramento, and it's really, uh, it's really bad. I mean, I, I haven't even been to Golden One Center yet, and I'm going on February 11th for my 50th birthday, and it's going to be fun with my, uh, with my friends. We're going to go see the Mavericks. So, I'm, 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 I'm sort of looking forward with bated breath to uh, taking Golden One Center and, and. You know, I'm a, I'm a simple guy. I remember our Corina, they had great nachos and jalapenos and popcorn and soda and all that stuff. And I really enjoyed myself there. And to think the Golden One Center is going to be much more of an eclectic sort of food uh, selection uh, menu that they have there. I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that all plays out. So, and, uh, you know, I always thought, I always thought the U.S. Senior Open that right. was hosted in Sacramento was a really great event in uh, July back in 2015. But to host an all-star game or the Super Bowl, and you're talking about Indianapolis, and they have the Indy 500 there every year, it's just night and day difference. Yep. Thank, Thank you, you, Trent. Appreciate that very much. Yep. I mean, I'm a lot different than people. I don't go to games to eat. I've never once gone to a sporting event because of the food. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand that. You know, I went to an NFL game every Sunday growing up and then as an adult would fly back to New York for a lot of the Giants games. And I never once thought about what I was going to eat. And that, that didn't, I don't go to a game to eat. Uh, maybe I'm just different than everyone else. You know, I don't go to a game to drink. I very rarely buy an alcoholic beverage at a sporting event that I'm paying for. I just don't, but that's just me. I know a lot of people do. So that, you know, I get where Trent's going. You know, I know where he's at there. I know a lot of people go to uh, baseball games and they do, you know, that's different. I think a baseball game is different because there's nothing else going on while you're watching the game. So you got to eat because if not, you're going to lose your freaking mind. But I mean, the reality is downtown Sacramento is a dump. I mean, that's not my opinion. It's a dump. All right. It's a, it's, it's embarrassing what has happened to downtown Sacramento. It's embarrassing. I mean, I was there recently in the middle of the day on a weekday, twice, in a span of 48 hours, parked my car on J Street near the arena, and I could not believe how bad walking down J Street was. It was, it was awful. I didn't even feel safe. I mean, I really mean that. I, I was like, oh, my God. I, I, don't, I, I didn't even feel comfortable. Downtown Sacramento is a dump. You want to breathe, you know, seriously. Why would you go to downtown Sacramento if you're not going to a game? I wouldn't go to downtown Sacramento in any way, shape, or form unless I absolutely had to. Now, I'm not talking about going to the arena for a game. I'm saying other than a sporting event or a concert or whatever. Why would you go to downtown Sacramento? Seriously, if you live in the surrounding area, whether you live in Roseville, Elk Grove, Folsom, El Dorado Hills, Davis, West Sacramento. Why would you go to Sacramento for anything if you didn't have to? I mean, that's how bad the city is, in my opinion. It's so awful. It's terrible. I mean, it is. I, I, I was blown away. I was like, oh, my God. It's terrible. But, you know, again, hotel rooms, that's the issue with having a game of that magnitude in Sacramento. And until that changes, uh, it's not going to happen. Plain and simple, not going to happen. All right. I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon. We'll put you right on. Dorian, how are you today? Hey, Grant, I'm doing amazing, man. What about yourself? Thank you very much. I'm well, thank you. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. Hello to everyone. Um, I was also coming off your, your stream with, with Grant and Ryan from Sacktown, Grant. And not, not to mention that parking is also really terrible downtown. I mean, it's, it's so hard to find parking and find a spot. And, you know, it's, parking is also so expensive, too. It's, uh, you know, for to host an all-star game. I mean, Grant, I mean, the reason why I call is, um, do you think there would ever be in the future 
just like how the World Cup in 2026 is going to be in Mexico, you know, Canada, uh, USA. Obviously, at the scale is very much different. This is involving countries. But do you think like something similar, like the California Classic, where they're holding it at different arenas, you know, and not not too far away from each other, but maybe potentially having All Star Game at one location, but having different events at different arenas, you know, in kind of close proximity to each other. And that's my no, no, they'll never do that. They'll never do that. Uh, the All Star Weekend is in too confined of a time uh, frame to be shuttling people back and forth from Sacramento to San Francisco and vice versa. So no, sure. they'll, they'll never do that. No, they'll never do that. I mean, the, yeah, for- the world cup's different. It's completely spread out. The California classics, totally. not at different arenas. It's at the same arena uh, for an entire event. And then next year it goes to the other city, but it, during the actual event, it's it. No, that's right. That, so that's not a, you can't use that example. Yeah, for sure. Just wondering, Grant. Just want to see your thoughts. I appreciate yeah. it. I hope the Kings get the, I appreciate get it, Dorian. Thank you. I hope you have a good rest of Thank the day. You. Thanks for calling, buddy. You too, Grant. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, it's all about hotel space. And Sacramento is way down on the list compared to uh, almost every other, the only other city in America that that has an NBA team that's worse than Sacramento is Memphis. I mean, Memphis is, Memphis is embarrassing. I mean, it is absolutely embarrassing. There's no other, excuse me, there's no other city in America worse than Sacramento when it comes to hotels than Memphis. And I'm talking about NBA cities. I'm not talking about all cities. I'm talking about cities that have an NBA team. It's awful. I mean, Memphis is light years away from Sacramento in that department. Memphis would, like, if they even had a Sawyer Hotel or a Hyatt Regency or the Sheridan, I mean, that would be a major upgrade for downtown Memphis. So you're never going to see an all-star game in Memphis. That's for sure. And right now, I'm not so sure you're going to see an all-star game ever in Sacramento. The other issue, and I hate to say this, is, you know, by the time it takes to put quality hotels up in Sacramento, assuming there's a need for them. And again, I don't, to me, there's not a need for them right now. And I'm not, I haven't done a study on this, so I'm speaking off the cuff. But until you change the dynamic of downtown Sacramento with the homeless situation and some of the other issues, building a beautiful hotel in downtown Sacramento, I think you'd go bankrupt. No one's going to downtown Sacramento to hang out, all right? No one's going to go, hey, let's let's spend a weekend in downtown Sacramento. Nobody's doing that, okay? That's not happening. Now, if you have a big concert, yes, all right? Big sporting event, NCAA tournament, whatever, yes, okay? Yes. But you're not going to downtown Sacramento. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You got people coming in going, hey, uh, can you book me a room? See if, you, you know, what hotel should I stay at? You know, the family and I want to go to downtown Sacramento for the weekend. Nobody says that. Nobody goes to downtown Sacramento for the weekend. Nobody makes a trip to Sacramento to hang out in downtown. Nobody. So, it, you know, you got to be realistic about all of this. And I'll tell you, if you did go to downtown Sacramento now, all right, and you weren't familiar with the area, you would not have a very good opinion of it. All right. You wouldn't be leaving going, oh, I can't wait to get back to Sacramento. 
you'd be going, what a dump. That's the reality of the situation of how bad downtown Sacramento is. And I'm sorry if I'm offending some of you that live within the city limits, but I'm, I'm right. Okay. It's terrible. And they did a fabulous job with a capital F great job with a capital G on Doco. It's great. They did an incredible job. It's fabulous. It's great. It's amazing. The arena, in my opinion, is the best in the league. And I can speak because I've been to every arena in the league. I think it's number one. Again, the area doco, but, you know, the rest of downtown is awful. Absolutely horrible, in my opinion. I don't even think it's debatable, but that's where I'm at. All right, if you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and you'll do it. And if you disagree with me, let me know the next time you're going to get a hotel room to hang out in downtown Sacramento. All right. Let me know when that's going to happen. All right. Again, uh, let me know what you want to talk about on this open forum Wednesday. Ryan and I will be on YouTube right after the Kings and the Rockets tonight. Sean Soundsbury on Friday to get you ready for uh, the NFL weekend. Two has been ruled out. So you would think there's little to no chance of the Dolphins beating the Buffalo Bills. And I don't think they would have beat Buffalo anyway, but I don't see them even being close in that game. The uh, Niners, to me, that game will not be close. I think Tampa and Dallas, to be, to be honest with you, I could see Dallas blowing them out. That's how bad I think Tampa is. But I also, you know, because of Tom Brady, but Tom Brady can't do it by himself. Offensive line is banged up, injuries. Um, you know, do I think Tampa's defense can give Dak Prescott some problems? Yes, I do. But that game, Dallas should not lose to Tampa. Tampa's a bad team. They're a bad team. AFC, you know, Jacksonville, Chargers should be close. I think Buffalo game will not be close. I think when you look at Cincinnati, I think should win. Give me your thoughts, all right? Let me hear from you. Hit your hand icon, and we'll put you right up. Kevin Herter, officially questionable as of last glance with a non-COVID non-COVID illness. I hate the way they, you know, now if you don't have COVID, it's now a non-COVID illness, you know? Oh, that individual's in the uh, health and safety protocols. Just the labels now for everything. Are you playing or you're not playing, all right? Are you playing or are you not playing? Can we stop with the nonsense? Non-COVID illness. Jesus. It's unbelievable. But anyway, Kevin Herter is listed as questionable, all right, due to a non-COVID illness. Can't make it up. Can't make it up. Speaking of not making it up, how about Miami last night at the free throw line? 40 of 40 from the free throw line. You know, they won by one point. Think about that for a minute. They won by a point. You think those free throws were important? That's pretty remarkable. 40 of 40 from the line. How good is that? Well, it's never been done before. That's how good it is. The record previously without a miss, was 39, set by the Jazz back in the early 80s. Uh, pretty remarkable what happened with the Miami Heat. All right, let's get to some phone calls right here on Listen Up. Hey, Zach, how are you today? Hey, not too bad. You know, I was watching that Warrior game last night. I didn't watch every bit of it, but, like, you know, they were, the Phoenix Suns were basically blowing them out the entire game. You know, they didn't have their main guys. And you think, like, okay. Golden State's healthy. They pretty much have all their guys back. And look what Phoenix did. So, at the thing about that, I'm looking at Sacramento tonight against Houston. So, it kind of just worries me, man. Like, there's no guarantee that Sacramento wins both of these games against Houston. Nope. No, there's not. That's why you go out and play the games. I mean, Oklahoma City scored 150 points against Boston last week. You know what happens. You know, the Suns killed the Warriors down in the paint last night. But, um, yeah, there is no guarantee. You're absolutely right. That's why you play the games. Sports wouldn't be any fun if you knew the result beforehand unless you 
could gamble on that. But I mean, gambling aside, sports wouldn't be any fun if you knew who was going to win all the time, right? Why would you watch if you already knew who was going to win? You wouldn't never watch. Yeah, for sure. I have a question. Like, so when it as for the All Star um, selection, do you like for the guard selection? Do you think it could come down to either Fox or Damian Lillard, or should you think someone get that last guard? Because it just seems really difficult for Fox and just the way that the Kings been playing and that he's been playing. It just seems like it's just not going to happen. Well, it may not. It may not. Um, you know, the guards in the West are really good, and it does come down to a numbers game. My own opinion, I think he would make the team based on someone getting hurt that's ahead of him already on the team, and he would be added to the team. That's, to me, the most likely scenario for him making the playoff squad. And, like, even though Sabonis wasn't on the top ten, I mean, obviously it's a popularity contest. Like, do you still think he's a lock, or is he still not? He's 100% a lock to make the all-star team, 100%. Gotcha. I just want to get your thoughts on that. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Sabonis is going to be on the all-star team. Clearly. Not, that will not even be anything to worry about. Fox, on the other hand, I, I'm going to say no, he won't be. But, you know, there's a lot of games between now and when they add the players to the roster. So he's going to need a really good three, four weeks coming up here. That's for sure. If he does, he'll be on. If he doesn't, he probably won't. I think right now, he's borderline. That's where I look at him. All right, you know that, you know, Curry and Luca are going to be 1-2. Luca and Curry, 1-2. Morant, you know, is going to be on, right? Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is having a hell of a year. You know, there are others that I haven't mentioned, but that are obvious ones. But it's going to be challenging. That's for sure. Let's get to Jeff. Hello, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well, Grant. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you. Hey, uh, I watched that game last night with all those free throws. That was phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Uh, Stan Van- and what Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler was 23 of 23. How about that? <laughs> he had more points at the free throw line than he did from the field. Yeah. 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 And uh, it was incredible. Stan Van Gundy, uh, not Stan, uh, Jeff, Jeff Van Gundy was on the broadcast and he says, they're not going to do it. They're going to miss one. He said that about a few minutes into the third quarter and uh, they proved him wrong. How about that? I was not watching. No, they're not going to break the record because they were talking about it right about the third quarter. Anyways, gotcha. I heard your thoughts on some of these games. So if Dallas doesn't win, you think uh, McCarthy's out? Yes, I do think he would be out. Yes, I do. And then did they hire Quinn or just bring him down for the defense? Well, Sean Payton's out there. Yeah, well, I don't know if Sean Payton will get along with Jerry Jones. I mean, he... Jerry, I mean, Sean Payton has been said that he has to have full control. And plus, you, he, he's under the Saints' rights still, and I think you're going to have to give up some kind of draft pick. or. Yeah, team, that's something. not a big deal. That happens. That's, that's not going to be an issue. He's got two years left on his deal with New Orleans, so they would have to be compensated, that's for sure. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to the game tonight. If they they got to get these next two. Like you said, it's still going to be, you know, no excuse for giving up all those points. I listened to you and Jerry today. I was surprised that they're 29th. Not, can't say surprised, but I didn't think they were ranked 29th in the league in defense. That's that's terrible. They're terrible, and you know, and even Mike Brown admitted it the other night. And good for him. You know, they're absolutely awful defensively. They're terrible. I mean, they are absolutely terrible. And you know, that's why I think that this team is going to have a very difficult time in the final 30 games of the year when they're playing against all playoff caliber teams. I mean, go look at their schedule. It's uh, pretty daunting. They're going to have a difficult time uh, if they do not start improving defensively. I mean, they're allowing 117.1 points a game. 
That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Right. Even the other night, uh, forgive me, who did they play when they did? They scored 40-something in the first quarter. What, t- what game was that? That was the last game against Orlando. Right. They still gave up, like, almost 30. 31. Yeah. So, I mean, right. that's a habit of giving yep. up almost 30-some points per quarter. Yeah, again, you're not going to win on a consistent level giving up that many points. not going to happen. Right, right. Okay, well, and the other thing I want to talk to you, since you're in Miami, what is all the talk about Tua down there? And they're, now they're going with the third-string quarterback going into the playoffs. Any talk of Miami? What's any? You know, there's really not a lot of talk about the Dolphins in Miami uh, like you would think. Uh, it's a very weird sports market. It really is. It's uh, it's very puzzling to me. I, You know, Tua's obviously talked about, but the – I think of all the cities I've lived in, Miami's got to be the weirdest sports market. They aren't like rabid, crazy fans like in other cities that I've lived in. And the the majority of fans are disappointed. But, you know, again, a lot of people understand why he's been ruled out, why he's not going to play. Uh, but the Dolphins fans are very fickle, in my opinion, just like the Miami Heat fans, the Marlins. No one goes to watch the Marlins. But I just think the fans are very fickle down here. And I think one of the reasons is there's so many transplanted people down here. There aren't a lot of people that are from Miami that live in South Florida or Fort Lauderdale. You know, a lot of the fans down here are north right. from the Northeast or other areas of the country. And so they're not Dolphins fans. That's why you see so many opposing fans at all the Miami sporting events, because, you know, a lot of the folks that are living currently in South Florida aren't from South Florida. Right, right, right. So now I know it's way off in the time, you know, and timing's not what I'm about to say. But with the 49er connection, I could see Trey Lance going to the Dolphins and with some kind of compensation with Pur- the way Purdy keeps playing the way he's playing. I could see, you know, since of the familiarity between the coaches and all that, Lance ending up in, uh, in uh, Miami. I don't see that. I, I mean, I, first of all, don't think you get a lot for Trey Lance right now because he hasn't proven that he can play. So I, I'm not so sure about that. But I'm with you on Purdy. I mean, if he does well in the playoffs, there's no way in the world that you can have Trey Lance as your starting quarterback next year. Right. That's what I was yep. thinking. All right, man. Uh, look forward. You're going to be on tonight. after. The yes, game, sir. Correct? I'll be on YouTube right after the game. All right. Look forward to hearing you. All right, Jeff. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Okay. Let's get to Connor. Welcome to the show, Connor. How are you on this Wednesday? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. What's up? Yeah, so you mentioned that the Kings have the 29th best defense in the NBA. I mean, I mean, the Kings right now are fifth in the West. I mean, do you see a team being that bad on defense? Is that sustainable to stay that high in the standings all year long? No. No, it's not. I mean, I mean, if the offense, it doesn't really matter how good it is. I mean, if you're playing that bad on defense, I feel like it's going to catch up to you at some point. Well, and Jerry was talking about this today, and I know you were watching us. You know, again, the Kings have been the healthiest team in the league. And if that changes to either Fox or Sabonis, and again, I'm well aware of Sabonis' thumb injury, but it hasn't affected him on the floor. So I'm just going to say he doesn't have an injury, all right, because he's not missing any action. Uh, if either of those two things happen, the Kings are going to have a difficult time winning games. Yeah, and I saw somebody said in the comment on your YouTube show about maybe trading Fox and putting Mitchell at starting point guard. I mean, I think that we're done with no that. No way. Because, I mean, like I said, he's an elite defender. No but way. I don't think he's really an NBA starting point guard caliber scorer. I mean, it's pretty obvious. He's but. not. He's not. He's not a starting point guard in the league. Uh, he may be someday, but he's not yet. So anyone that thinks the Kings would be better with Davion Mitchell being the starting point guard over De'Aaron Fox is delusional if they don't understand the game. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, in terms of the game tonight, I don't think there's much to say. you got to go out, take care of business, no excuses. I mean, again, we're looking at they lose tonight, another worst loss of the year, which has been the trend the last couple of weeks. This would be the worst loss of the year, or if they lose Friday, it would go down as the worst loss of the year, period. All right? Period. All right? This is the worst team in the league 
period. Okay. That's why you have the standings. They have what lost how many in a row now? And they've lost what 14 out of 15 or what have you. There's no excuse zero. Okay. For losing this game period. Even if the Aaron Fox gets hurt in the first minute of the game, there's still no excuse for losing this game. Yeah, and then switching over to the MLB, so it looks like the Carlos Correa story is kind of wrapped up because he passed his physical with the Twins. I mean, I wonder what they saw or didn't see that the other teams did. They're probably desperate. They're Minnesota. They're never going to get a player. shouldn't say never. That's not accurate. But they're not going to attract a free agent of that magnitude. So for them, you know, Giants can always, even though they they failed this summer, but the Giants are going to be able to get big names. The Mets speak for themselves. The Twins are in a situation where the gamble was worth it for six years. You know, six-year deal, it's worth the gamble for them in that market with that franchise. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I mean, small markets. I mean, a guy like Correa is going to bring a lot of fans to the ballpark. Yes. Especially how good he is. I mean, he's probably going to correlate to a lot of wins as well. Exactly. And, it, you know, who's going to be going to play for the Minnesota Twins? That's a big free agent. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it makes sense for them to take that type of a risk. Yeah, I agree. And then switching to the NFL, I mean, I thought it was great news today that DeMar Hamlin was released from the hospital in Buffalo. Just seems great to news. get better and yep. better updates every day. Yep. Uh, you know, again, I'm going to go out on a limb. I think you'll see him playing football again. That's what I think. I, I And again, I don't know anything about medicine. I'm just giving you my forecast i bet you he's on the football field playing next year for the bills that would be an incredible story similar to me and when ryan shazier had that horrible injury i don't think he played again but just to kind of see his no recovery and stuff was pretty special yeah it was unbelievably special and it continues to be a great story but i think hamlin will be playing football again that's 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 my reaction i i believe that he'll be on the field that's my prediction. Yeah, and then one more question about the NFL or the playoffs. Looking at the Baltimore Ravens, do we know what the deal is with their quarterback situation? Is Lamar no. Jackson the guy or is it the Huntley guy? I think they're both injured right now. Nope. Yep. No, we don't know. So that's going to be very interesting leading up to this game. Hey, one other, I want to backtrack on something you said about passing the physical. The Minnesota Twins staff know – Correa better than anybody because he was on the team. So they're very well aware of any ailments that he's had and how he's dealt with it. So their background on him would be better than any background with the Giants or the Mets because they were with him on a daily basis for an entire season. So I think that's also part of the equation with Minnesota and Correa. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It's a very good point. All right, you have a good one, buddy. All right, I'll be on with uh, Ryan after the game on YouTube tonight. Yeah, I'll be All right, buddy, take care. See you. All right, let's get to some more phone calls right here. And uh, we say hello to Rich. Good afternoon, Rich. How's that uh, leg coming along? Oh, pretty good. I'm on week five. (laughs) I got got another week, and I'll start some physical therapy, and I'll be able to put some weight on it. So Good. But uh, I'm kind of under the weather right now with some non-COVID symptoms, so... <laughs> non COVID symptoms. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, got a little bit of that going on. But uh <laughs> other than that, you know, it's uh it's been a beautiful day here in San Diego. I took my little electric because I can't drive right now, so I took my electric scooter and we got a lady about four blocks down that sells sells homemade Mexican food, chilerianos, tamales. It's pretty awesome. So I go pick pull up there and she loads up my bag and <laughs> nice nice little ride. Nice Perfect. little ride, man. Perfect. But uh, perfect. Of course, that's not perfect. what I called. But uh, <laughs> just had to give you, a, you know, a little t- a taste of San Diego. Um, but uh, I was just wondering, as far as you know, because there's been so much talk about uh, you know needing a good big man, you know, and the, and Coach Brown doing a bunch of you know uh, testing, you know, with the uh, the big men that are available on the Kings right now. Of the four, basically, that we're looking at, do you feel? Uh, kind of. I'm. I'm just telling you how I feel. I feel Metu is is the best fit of the four right now. How? What are your feelings on that? I would probably agree with you on that. Um, I would think of what you have. Probably, I would go in that direction as well. Yes, I would concur. Okay. Okay. My other thing that I wanted to ask you too is, 
you know, when, you know, because there's been so much talk about, you know, the Kings defense sucks and it hasn't got up to par how it should be in this and that. Of course, last game, you know, they, they, they held, they held the uh, magic to 42 points in the paint. So that, to me, that's, a, that's an indicator that they're working on it and they're heading in the right direction. No, it's not an indicator. No, 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 no. It's no. an indicator that Orlando, no, 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 no. It's an okay, indicator well, that Orlando has one of the worst records in the league for a reason. That's what it's an indicator of. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I, it just yeah, seems I'm like sorry. The, well, <laughs> I I'm disagree with you. Yeah. Listening to the coach's interview, he was <laughs> right. like over the moon, you know, about the 42. Yeah. You know what? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I heard, I, I heard Mike Brown too. It's like, stop it already. Yeah. You beat Orlando. Yeah. Okay. Stop it already. <laughs> He's like, I'm heading, I'm going to go fill out that lottery card, man. 42. I haven't seen, I haven't seen this in days or weeks or ever <laughs> with my kids. They're yep. finally turning the page. <laughs> yeah, stop oh, yeah, it already. That jersey. Yeah, Jackie Robinson, right? 42. It's, it was, it was, it was the number of the night, wow. the number of the evening. And there's still, there's yes, articles came yes, out in Sacramento B about number 42 and all this crap. And uh, the other thing I want to ask you too uh, is, as you see, as you see, like with the last game, you know, we hit with the, with the record of 24 threes in one game, right? Right. Was it 24? Right. Yeah. OK, yes. so with yep. that being seen and, and, and exhibited with the team, do you do you see that? I mean, with hitting threes and being like that, do you, do you feel like they're going in that direction of finally dialing in or you see them going back? No, no. Okay. Well, Rich, uh, Rich, are you aware of what happened in the previous two games? Before the yeah. Orlando game? Okay, so why would you just think that because you beat a bad team that all of those things are trending now in the right direction? Well, one get Rich, one game means yeah. nothing. The Kings in their last yeah. 10 games. Just go back, Rich, and look at their last 10 games. Okay. It's been wildly yeah. inconsistent. So, no, they're not trending yeah, in any direction other than yeah. they well, are I'm good one night and bad <laughs> the next night. Yeah, I'm just I'm just hoping that we can start seeing start seeing some consistency. That's all. And I just wanted well, wanted to know if you know if you see if starting to do you know hit like that if if the guys are going to start nailing them. But I'm sad to hear that uh, Herder might not be playing tonight because I'm really enjoying him and I want to see him going. Yeah, he might not. We'll but, see. Okay, Grant. Thanks, buddy. All I got, brother. Take care, Rich. All right, take care. All right. Bye. You know, I, I got to tell you, and Rich, who calls me from all over the world. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, I don't know why anybody would look at anything that happened in the Orlando game and make any conclusions from that. I mean, come on. Let's get to uh, Ryan in Sacktown. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Grant. So I uh, wanted to follow up on what Connor was talking about and you were talking about with Damar Hamlin. Um, there was a report today that came yeah. out that they finished the testing to see if the heart injury or the cardiac arrest was due to a pre-existing condition. And um, they seem to have determined that it was the hit that did it. So um, I agree that he will likely be back on the field uh, sometime, hopefully in the near future. Absolutely. And I would be surprised if he wasn't on the field unless this experience has changed his mind about playing football in the future. But from a health perspective, I would think he would be playing and he's only 24, probably feels like, you know, he's can overcome this past week. He can overcome anything. So I expect him to be playing for sure. I absolutely do. Absolutely. And, you know, lost in the shuffle of all this. Did you hear about the uh, Army hockey trainer and the hockey player? No. 
Oh, you know what? I'm so, sorry. I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, the, the female trainer, correct? Yes. 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 I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. I read about it last night, actually. Yeah. What an incredible story. Uh, the, the kid from Army took a skate to the neck and uh, yes. hit the main artery. Oh, boy. And she yep. sprang into action. They got him to the hospital quick. And uh, he's already released from the hospital. So uh, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Absolutely. I mean, how important are these trainers to these teams, especially when the teams are on the road? Well, they're lifesavers in some instances. That was one example. Uh, what happened last week on Monday Night Football with DeMar Hamlin is another example. Um, they're, they're invaluable they're the most important part of any athletic team is the athletic trainer. Yeah. I mean, I would think that's the best friend, every player. <laughs> no doubt yes. about that. And like you said, yes. with Correa, you know, knowing his body, they work on him every day during the season. So yep. anyways, yeah. Kudos yep. to the trainer at army because that would have been just as bad as the Hamlin situation. So, you know, the other issue, the other issue with Hamlin and I, I'm not educated enough on this. I'm only going by, what I see and read, uh, we had a football player from the Air Force Academy drop dead the other day, okay? And obviously, people are mm -hmm. continuing to study the effects on some people of the COVID vaccination and what it can do to certain individuals' heart. Uh, I'm very close with Scott Pollard, for example, okay? And Scott is convinced... Yeah that his heart issue is where it is right now because of getting the COVID vaccination, okay? Uh, he will tell you that it was the worst thing that he's ever done in his life. Now, I don't have, I'm not a cardiologist. I am not qualified to speak on whether it's true or not. If you talk to Scott, he actually even put out a tweet the other day regarding his situation. He mm -hmm. is beyond convinced, both from his own personal opinion and from his uh, medical evaluations and his cardiologist, that that is the reason for his uh, ailment, which he is now going in for another procedure on the 24th of this month. So, you know, he has been battling really, uh, I, I don't want to be too extreme, almost a life and death situation from his COVID vaccination. So there are those that will also study that, continue to see if there's any correlation between young athletes. Like for instance, Scott tweeted this in response to uh, Dr. Fauci making a comment. He said, I'm one of those rare cases he's talking about. Just a few days after my second shot, I developed mm -hmm. uh, myocarditis. By the way, if I mispronounce these words, I apologize myocarditis, pericarditis, and was yeah. hospitalized for four days on IV steroids to save me. He lied, meaning Fauci. I almost died. I believe you know my cardiologist, Sean Penny. So again, Scott is convinced that he almost died after getting his second COVID shot. And then when you hear of a 21 year old uh, football players, such as the individual at the Air Force Academy. And again, I have not seen the results of his autopsy yet. So I, I and I'm not qualified to talk about a autopsy in terms of what they find and what they don't find. But there are those also out there that are wondering how come so many of prized young athletes are dropping dead on our athletic fields. And I don't have the data in front of me. Is it more than normal? Uh, it pre COVID is at a higher percentage now than pre COVID? Were there underlying issues? Were there existing? I mean, I don't have that data in front of me. All I'm saying is it's being talked about a lot more now in this country. And I'm just wondering if there is something to it or not. Yeah, Grant. Well, first off, I mean, thoughts to Scott. I hope he's able to, uh, you know, get back to normal and the surgery goes well and the next procedure goes well. Um, it, it's a great question. It's a question I don't think that we're going to have the answer to for a very long time. Um, you know, certainly athletes have dropped dead in college before, um, a lot surrounding like training, heat exhaustion, um, from what I can remember off the top of my head, some have had heart conditions, but, um, you know, I've, I've heard the same thing. I, I actually do know somebody that after the COVID shot, 
um, developed a similar heart condition where he was myocarditis, I believe is what it was called, what you said. And right. um, he was doing distance running, he was doing marathons, and he was in the middle of a marathon and he just could not breathe and he felt something was wrong. And it was just about a week after he had gotten the vaccine. And it wasn't like an official marathon, it was people getting together because we were still kind of in that COVID time. So um, it, it's something that could be valid. I mean, Grant, it's a vaccine that we put in our, or some people chose to put in their bodies with just under 18 months of testing. Um, everybody's body's going to react differently. I mean, shoot, we don't yeah. even know with COVID, you know, there's another thing out there just with the uh, virus in general, that the reason some people are so asymptomatic and some people that are really young and healthy get such bad symptoms is because it affects certain blood types. But again, we're not going to know that for a long time. So I, I think it's very interesting and something to track. And that brings up a bigger conversation. I, is that a bigger problem? Professional sports teams forced their athletes, more or less, to get vaccinated. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You know, I know Bobby Burak from OutKick has just come out with a story uh, earlier today. He said, Friday, Dr. Anthony Fauci smugly dismissed questions about a possible correlation between the COVID-19 vaccine and a rise in athletes who have collapsed precariously. Fauci called the discussion unacceptable in an interview with CBS host Major Garrett. Quote, isn't this conversation horrifying? Led Garrett, Fauci responded, quote, it is horrifying. All right. And then Bobby writes in his story, uh, it is happening quite often in European soccer. A female NCAA player from Georgia collapsed on the court during a basketball game last week. A 17-year-old Wyoming basketball player died suddenly on December 26th. Air Force offensive lineman Hunter Brown, 21, collapsed and died walking to class on Monday. And rising MMA star Victoria Lee also died at age 18 in December with the cause of death unknown. And then he writes, perhaps these events are unrelated, uh, mere coincidences, but it's conspicuous to see such a trend follow a two-year period in which organizations pressured individuals to receive a novel vaccine known to cause young people myocarditis, the inflammation of the heart muscle. All right. And then he goes on and on. So the point is, okay, I don't know what's true and what's not. I'm not a doctor. I don't have the data in front of me. Yeah, I only know what I read. What I am aware of is that this is becoming more and more of a conversation in our society. And if, and again, if we continue to have what appear to be young, healthy athletes collapsing and dying, okay, and if an autopsy reveals that there is no underlying condition, then what? All right. So, you know, I, Scott is a very dear friend of mine, and Scott is convinced 100%, not only from his own experience and knowledge, but after speaking with his cardiologist and doing research, that his COVID shots put him into this state of dangerous health. It, it, it's really scary. That is extremely scary. And like I said, I, I hope Scott and anybody else that may be affected, you know, can live a normal life. But it's certainly something, Grant, that's going to have to be tracked. And uh, Scott's a strong personality. I can't think of a better person to yep. kind of spearhead um, that conversation. So, um, yeah, uh, that's a lot of the, the list you ran off right there. That is a lot of young athletes for this yep time period i mean you would usually and i shouldn't be a usually but you know maybe once every couple of years a college athlete would collapse and be on the brink of death or deaths and that's like hank, hank gathers collapsed and died you know at loyola marymount and you know we 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 were like wow but that is like as you said once in a in a blue moon you know yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. Well, best to Scott. And uh, that's certainly something that we should keep our eye on. Yep. Thanks, buddy. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. All right, let's move along. Let's get back to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Grant. Sorry to chime in twice today, but uh, you're talking about Hamlin. And not many people are talking about this, but I heard about this today. The equipment trainer had to take off his face mask to get treatment and what a yes. how can you imagine unscrewing the face mask and dismantling that 
and you, you, you know, never been in that situation before and that equip, equipment manager to just, I mean, they're talking about the medical, of course, but the equipment manager had to get that face mask off so he can get feedback. Yeah, and they have actually practiced that uh, due to head injuries where a player has to be immobilized and strapped in and they do remove uh, the face mask on the field. So that is something that they are trained to do, obviously. But in this situation where somebody's not breathing, uh, it has to be done in an extremely quick fashion. And so, I, no, I can't even imagine. No, I cannot. Yeah, I heard about it today. They said they gave the guy, uh, when the medical people went out there, they had him go out and take, you know, take a bow also, you know, I didn't realize it. He, you know, I just thought it was something to bring up yep. that I didn't know for him that All right. I didn't, Thanks. I didn't even, yeah. until you just, until you just yeah. said every, they practice that. I never even, I never even thought about it. Yeah. They have to, uh, for head injuries, not, uh, I, and again, maybe they've also thought of an advanced situation like we saw on Monday, although mostly, uh, you'll see a player's face mask removed, uh, on the field uh on occasion when they strap their helmet uh to the table uh they will sometimes take the face mask off so yeah good 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 one jeff we'll talk to you later buddy all right bye-bye all right don't forget youtube tonight after the kings and the rockets friday over on youtube sean salisbury then i'll be on after uh, game two of the kings and the rockets so we've got a lot to talk about. And, of course, tomorrow uh, and Friday, 4 o'clock, right here on Listen Up. Hope you have a good rest of the day. Enjoy the game tonight. And so long, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.